Welcome to Storytime with Dad. Today, we will be reading Jolly Mr. Wind. I don't like the wind, cried Betty, as she lay in her little bed waiting for her nap to come along while she listened to the wind whooshing about the house. You don't, said a tiny voice that sounded so much like a chime of bells that Betty sat right up in bed to see a dear little butterfly fairy teetering on the brass bedpost. No, she repeated, I don't like it. It rattles the windows and makes the trees squeak. I wish it would never blow. I don't see what it's good for. Dear me, cried the fairy, come. And in a moment, Betty found she too was a butterfly fairy with silvery wings floating far away. See that boy crying? asked the fairy. His kite won't fly. You didn't like the wind, and it stopped blowing. It's a beautiful kite, said Betty. Looks like a bird. Yes, his uncle sent it to him from Japan. I wish the wind would blow. I'd like to see it fly. You would? asked the fairy. Then watch. The fairy wand swept the air. The wind began to blow. The bird kite spread its wings and soared higher and higher, while the boy shouted with joyous laughter. It's a lovely game, said Betty. Show me some more things the wind can do. Betty and the fairy floated on, and presently paused above a group of children gazing sadly at some tiny little boats lazily rocking at the edge of a stream. How unhappy they look, said Betty. Yes, they are very poor and have few toys. Their father carved them each a little boat. The mother made the sails. Today, they were to celebrate a birthday by sailing them. But a certain little girl didn't like the wind, so it stopped blowing. Oh, make it blow. I'd love to see the boat sail, cried Betty. And in a moment, the wind began to whistle its merry tune. The sails filled, and the boats glided along so fast that the boys had to run while they held tight to the strings because the boats were trying to sail far from the shore. Don't they look pretty? cried Betty, just like seagulls. Indeed they do, but we must be off. As they floated above a certain village, Betty exclaimed, Oh, how untidy it is. Yes, because you didn't want the wind to blow. The wind has a fine broom and tidies up the world as nothing else can. Let it sweep the streets. I'd love to see it, said Betty. The wind is a cheery body. It always sings as it works, said the fairy, and they listened to its song while it swished its great broom about, sweeping the dust and papers in a swirling mass far away, leaving the village streets as clean as a whistle. Isn't it lovely, cried Betty, clapping her hands. I didn't know it could really sweep. There is no end to the things it can do. Come over here where you can see that line full of soggy wet clothes. If the wind could blow for a while... They would quickly dry, and that little mother there could take them in and sprinkle them around ready for tomorrow's ironing. If it doesn't blow, her work will go wrong all week, and then she just won't be able to take her kids to the circus on Saturday. Let it blow, cried Betty, and in a moment the clothes were flapping happily in the breeze while Betty watched, amazed to see how fast they were drying. See that flag, she said as they sped onward. Doesn't it look beautiful fluttering so happily? Of course, but it's the wind that tosses the colors about. And see the clouds? They look like a flock of sheep tumbling around on the blue sky. And do you see that splendid gold rooster on the barn? You can almost hear him crying, Cock-a-doodle-doo! 
the when did I show you when to plant your grain and what to do today because tomorrow it will rain. It is most important for the farmers to know what the weather is to be and the wind tells them as the rooster rides on his merry-go-round. In Holland, almost everything is done by the windmills. If the wind didn't blow, Holland would be sad indeed. I wish I could see the wind, said Betty. He is so splendid. That's one reason why he is so splendid, because you can't see him. I want to show you one more beautiful thing the wind can do. He can play exquisite music, the sweetest you can imagine. Come. Wonderingly, Betty followed to see a dear little boy sitting on a porch near a window in which was placed a harp. The child sat patiently waiting with such a wistful little face that Betty asked, Why is he sad? He cannot see the beautiful world. Someone gave him this harp, but he cannot play unless the wind blows. Listen. Wow, no wonder he wanted to hear it, said Betty. I've never heard such beautiful music before. They listened for a while to the harmony breathed forth from the wind-swept strings. Then Betty found the music had done its work. The boy was asleep with such a smile of peace and joy that she whispered gently, I love the wind. I hope it will always blow. I love to feel it kissing my cheeks, and I am so glad that I know about it. Of course you are. He is one of the busiest of Mother Nature's children. A jolly, rollicking fellow, and we just couldn't get along without him. As the fairy talked, they were floating toward home, and soon Betty found herself snuggled in her little bed listening to the whooshing sounds. It laughs every time it does one of those splendid things, and now it's singing me to sleep. She murmured as her drowsy eyes closed, and the wind song grew more and more gentle until it finally faded away. The End Well, how about that? So we've learned that the wind is a happy fellow. It's surprising, really. I don't know about you, but I can list off many things that the wind does that annoy me. I guess for all of its annoying qualities, the wind does do many important things for us. In my home, it even produces electricity so that I can record these stories for you. Many things in life are like this. At first glance, they're annoying or bothersome, but the more we look at them, the more we find value in them. This is true not only of things like the wind, but also of people or situations we find ourselves in. If there's a person that you find particularly annoying or weird, that probably just means you don't know them well enough to see how much value they truly have. It's worth taking the time and risk to get to know them. I've met many really great people because I followed this advice rather than believe my first impressions of them. Likewise, if you're upset about a situation you find yourself in, think hard about why you're in it and what positive things you can take from it. If you've got a bad grade on a test, Maybe it's a good opportunity for you to consider how much time you spent studying for it. In most situations, there's something good that we can learn from and do better the next time around. You just have to search for it. I hope you like the story. Please email feedback and story suggestions to hello at storytimewithdad.com or tweet me at dadstorytime. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs>